0: is going to be reading the scripture to us from the book of Psalms. Take it away, Carly. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed their sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how we we are, he remembers we are only dust. Well, thank you, Carly, for uh, reading the scripture for us. It came from Psalm 103. We are continuing a series called Forgiveness, the original F word. And I'd like for you to tell your friends and family that we're doing a series called Forgiveness, the Original F Word. It'll get their attention and it'll give you an opportunity to have a conversation about the most fantastic thing that God has ever done for us in our lives, which is to forgive us when we don't deserve it. Last time we talked about how God forgives. And today we're going to be talking about how you forgive yourself. Right? How is it possible that, that you can forgive yourself from the wrongs that you've done? So often I see this, so often I'm so saddened by this, that people who even who call themselves Christ followers carry bags full of sin and regret and shame and guilt into the rest of their everyday life. They carry it with them wherever they go. They're down on themselves because of what they've done. They uh, can't get over the wrongs that they have committed in their past. And God wants to answer the call that you have deep in your heart to be forgiven. But I guarantee you that, that realization of God's forgiveness will not be fully realized in your life until you can forgive yourself. The real joy of being forgiven is to recognize that when you have done wrongs, that you can actually forgive yourself as well. Now, I'm not suggesting that the the consequences or the wrongs or the actions don't have consequences, but far too often we get stuck and we're unable to move forward in our life because of that. Back in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were, um, they were naked, uh, they were alone, with the two of them. They had no fear, they had no shame, they had no guilt. They lived in the garden. God provided everything that they needed. Good thing it wasn't Canadian winters down there. <laughs> they, they needed, uh, they, did, they had no needs or wants, except that God said to them, you can't eat from this tree in the garden. All the other trees you can eat from, but not this one. And they decided to do it anyway. And when they ate that fruit, they felt for the first time, humanity felt guilt and shame. And what did they do when they felt guilt and shame? they covered themselves up see that's what we tend to do when we sin against someone whether it's God or whether it's someone else in our life we start to feel the guilt and the shame and we begin to pile on to cover up to uh, fill up the baggage so to speak and we take it and carry it into every single part of our life if you truly want to feel forgiveness you've got to forgive yourself God forgives. And I'm just going to go through this very briefly. I want to remind you about God's forgiveness. The first thing about really truly forgiving yourself is recognizing that when you come to God, he will forgive you. That God's forgiveness is an important step. Receiving it is an important step in your life. And it's never too late to come back to God. There's nothing that you can do that's going to stop God from forgiving you. There's nothing, no, no place that you can go to that you can get away from the fact that God wants to forgive you. God sees, you see God's forgiveness. And it doesn't just overcome the separation that exists between you and God. And it doesn't just assure you that you can spend eternity with God in heaven. God's forgiveness actually enables you to forgive yourself. When you recognize that there is truly a sense of forgiveness, then you can go ahead and forgive yourself. Here's what I want you to remember about God's forgiveness. First of all, it's specific. God's forgiveness is specific. You know, most of us, you know, we go to God with a a, a little short phrase that we bring to him in our prayers. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. And if we're not careful, we'll teach our children to do just that. We'll just go to them with prayers at their bedtime and lay them down and say their prayers together or even at mealtime. And, and we forget about the specific things because guess what? It's the specific things that you're going to struggle with. The things that, that you know that you got a name before God that are the ones that are really tripping you up. Those are the things that you're probably having a hard time forgiving yourself for. God wants to forgive you for the very specific things in your life. He also wants to forgive you instantly. So He forgives specifically and instantly. There's no um, there's no begging with God. There's no waiting around. There's no uh, moment that you need to ask for it and say, "God, would you do it?" You know, this time? it's instantaneous. God forgives specifically and instantaneously. You just have to ask for it, and God forgives completely. Specifically, instantaneously, and completely. And you see with God, there are no leftovers. There's no residual unforgiveness. It's absolutely complete. There's nothing left over. It's not like a drop left in the bottom of a cup or a sludge left in the bottom of a pail. It's absolute. There's absolute forgiveness when it comes to where God, when God forgives. And it's done, and it's over, and it never has to be forgiven again. But God also forgives repeatedly. There are no limits to how many times God will forgive you. You see, God will forgive you over and over and over and over and over again. There is never a time when you can't turn back to God in sincerity and ask for forgiveness. Now, doesn't that just... Doesn't that just do something deep in your spirit when I say stuff like that? There is never a time when you can't turn to God and ask for forgiveness. That you can't come to him. There's never a time when he says, that's enough. (laughs) I can't take anymore. God never says that. God loves you so unconditionally that he's willing to forgive you over and over and over again. And God forgives freely. There's no cost. It's no bait and switch. Well, if you do this, then I'll do that. He said, no, no, this is, uh, this is forgiveness is absolutely free. There's no way to purchase it. There was no way to earn it. There's no layaway plan, you know, buy now, pay later kind of thing. <laughs> God's forgiveness is free. And when we remember all of those things in this moment, now we can then talk about how you can forgive yourself. The book of Ezekiel says this, Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 16. It says, none of their past sins will be brought up again. That's how God forgives. But the problem we're talking about today is not that God does or does not forgive. The problem that we're talking about today is how do you forgive yourself? We have a hard time forgiving ourselves. When we've done things like I don't know, be unfaithful. When we've done things like sleeping around. When when we're stuck in bad habits of drinking too much, smoking too much, watching too much, of things that we shouldn't. We have a hard time forgiving ourselves when we repeatedly, over and over again, hurt other people's feelings. Our anger gets out of control. Our sarcasm hurts people. We are unable to show love and kindness for some reason, and we're just bent on hurting another person. You see, forgiveness is real when it comes from God, but it doesn't become real in my life until I can forgive some, forgive myself. So how do we do that? How do we forgive ourselves? Well, one of the first things that we've got to do is we need to remind ourselves that God actually forgives, right? God's forgiveness is specific. It's instant. It's complete. It's repeatable. And it's free. All of those things are true about who God is. And only God can offer forgiveness like that. No one else in your life can give you that kind of forgiveness, Because here's what happens, and it happens in my life, and it happens in your life, so I know that this is to be absolutely true, is that someone will say to you, I forgive you, and for some reason, either you bring it up or they bring it up again. God never does that. God never brings it up again. It's hidden. As far as the east is from the west. That's how far away that forgiveness is, the the memory of that forgiveness is for God. He does not remember it. The Apostle Paul in uh, this passage from Colossians 2 verses 13 and 14 says the following, he says, you were dead because of your sins and because of your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all of your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. That's where the the message of the cross, of Jesus Christ comes into the picture. Jesus did what no one else could do. Jesus took away all of the sins and they were nailed to the cross. When you turn to God and you sincerely say, God, forgive me, they are wiped away. You see, Jesus settled the issue of forgiveness for us on the cross. But until you recognize and receive that kind of forgiveness, one that doesn't come with any uh, strings attached, one that doesn't come with any reminders about past sins in your life, forgiveness that is absolute, which is uh, specific and instant, and it's complete, and it's repeatable, and it's free. When you finally recognize that that is true, that's when you can start really forgiving yourself. And forgiving yourself requires making a new pattern, making some changes, making some radical changes, maybe even in some cases, in order for the past patterns to be broken, we've gotta stop doing some of the things that we were doing before in order to continue to move forward in this new forgiveness. Those patterns have got you where you are. Those things that led your mind astray to let your eye follow another person instead of your spouse those things that uh, made you focus on getting more money than, uh, and it becomes greed in your life. We've got to start breaking some of the habits that keep us from telling the truth. Some of us, we, we tell lies so easily that they become stories about truth in our past rather than telling the truth about ourselves. Some of you might be saying, wait a second, um, I thought... Jesus, God's forgiveness was free. I thought, you know, I thought if we just come to him, you know, we can, we can get forgiven over and over and over again. And well, the answer to that is yes and no. God will forgive you. If you sincerely come to him, he will forgive you. But I hear this far too often from people in my life. They come to me and they say things like, well, can I keep asking for forgiveness? for the same sin over and over again? You just said that God forgives repeatedly, so can I keep asking God to forgive me of the same sins I keep committing over and over again? Well, the answer is yes and no. First of all, you've gotta ask for forgiveness sincerely. You come to God with a sincere heart. You're truly sorry for what you've done. You say, God, please forgive me. And, you know, we've all done this one time or another where um, we want to clear out our conscience with God and we kind of say, God, please forgive me of this. And and we fully know that God will forgive and yet we go back and do the same sin again. Can I get a hand in the room? Uh, Anyone else have this problem? If you're not all putting your hand up at this moment, I think that... (laughs) I think there might be another problem that we might have to address. (laughs) We all come to God with these things that we do. And we say, God, please forgive me. And there is something about that sin, especially when it's pleasurable, right? Especially when God, when we know that it's going to bring us a sense of joy, a moment of joy, a, a time of pleasure. That's why, and what we start to do then is we start to rationalize that sin. And <laughs> here's what happens. We start to get numb to it. We start to get numb to the fact that God has called that sin. And, and we experience it and we think to ourselves, no, it can't really be sin because it feels good. Oh, no, really. It's not that bad of a sin. And, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm going to ask for forgiveness for it one day. Here's the problem. That even though that we ask for forgiveness and it happens, if you keep committing that sin over and over and over again, you become numb to the experience. You become numb to the forgiveness. And we begin to rationalize the sin and push it away. I I know that you know what this is like. Because I know what this is like. And it takes, uh, it has a hold on you then. And it becomes a power in your life. And it it has a mind of its own and it begins to grow and to creep into other areas of your life. And if you don't get a handle on it and change the patterns of your life, God, God is not going to forgive that. Because what you've done is you become numb to the forgiveness and sincerity goes out the window and it becomes words in your mouth and not an attitude of your heart. Now it's important, if you want to forgive yourself, you have to begin to change the patterns in your life that lead to the guilt and the shame and the regret. I want you to listen to me for a moment. Pay attention. This is important stuff the patterns that you have in your life that cause the baggage that you drag around from one place to another doesn't just hurt us. It doesn't just hurt you. It doesn't just hurt your ability to forgive ourselves and even for our future. It hurts our loved ones and our future family. You know, studies have shown this to be true, that the words of the Bible in the book of Deuteronomy about how sin affects the generations have shown themselves to be true in psychology. Psychologists know and understand that the sin of one person can travel and be influenced upon three and four generations. Just think for a moment about someone who's an alcoholic, for instance, or who's had an affair, or maybe someone who's uh, an addicted to something or other that their life is now uh, uh, a travesty. And even if they come to know Jesus at some point in their life and they make a dramatic change, the children growing up in that home are impacted by that sin. And when they grow up and they have children of their own, they parent their children in a way and a manner that's influenced by the original parent's sin. And they tell us that even sometimes to the fourth generation that that happens. Now, if that alcoholic would live to be 80 years old, and that second, that first generation lived to be 80 years old, and that third generation lived to be 80 years old, and that fourth generation lived to be 80 years old, that would mean that the influence of that sin would last into the year 2320. Our sins, especially if we can't forgive ourselves because we've not changed the destructive habits, have an impact for generations. And yet the Bible tells us that God's love, he can overpower that. He can break the chain of those sins. Even if that's you in that first generation, God's love can repair and restore and renew those relationships so that the chain is broken and that forgiveness truly sets them free, sets you free. It allows you a fresh start to move forward, to leave behind the baggage. But it has to be lived in such a way that you receive the forgiveness of God and you forgive yourself so that you can move forward to break the chain of what's going on in your life. Listen to the scripture that that Carly read from Psalm 103 He, that is God, does not punish us for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love towards those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. And remembers we're only dust. My goodness, I can hardly read the text. God's love is so powerful. His forgiveness so great. That we just can't imagine it. We must tell God that we realize. Thank you. That we have the unwillingness to forgive ourselves. And if we can't forgive ourselves, we can't truly leave behind the baggage that we take into this world. And you know, forgiving yourself now requires us to build a new future. To leave those sins behind requires changing some habits and then looking for a new future. God has a plan for you. Here's what God does. He doesn't erase the scars He doesn't uh, take away the consequences. He doesn't take away the memories of those hurts or the, uh, the, uh, the relational impact of some of those hurts or the financial impact of them. What God does is he takes those things and allows you to look forward into the future and he uses them for his good and for his glory. When you forgive yourself, You know, you can say that you've messed up, that you've messed up sexually in your life, that you've ruined some relationships, that, that you've no future prospects that you don't understand and you've run far away from God. You've lived your life so far from God that there's no way that God is gonna be able to bring you back, you might think. But that's just not true. God has a purpose for you. He's given you a specific gift for a reason. That's what Julie talked about today in the kids' message. That God has given you a gift to use, to treasure. And he wants you to take this forgiven life and use it for God's glory, that you can look back on all those things that you've done wrong in your life and be strong in God's strength. Just want to pray for you right now. Lord Jesus, On the basis of your word and by that act of will in faith, I here and now forgive myself because you have already forgiven me and I accept my forgiveness. And I choose from this moment on to be freed of all which I have held against myself. Please, please confirm my freedom to me by the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit. God does not forgive the past but he erases it. He never erases it. He has a purpose for it. God wants to use your past for his good and glory. God allows the weaknesses to remain. Your failings. So that he can use a wounded healer to go out and help those people struggling with the same thing. That's how God is best glorified. If he can use the things that have tripped you up in the past and you give mastery over it, you've changed some habits, you live according to God's plan and purpose, you feel the power of the forgiveness of God. He wants to use that for his glory, to, for you to become a wounded healer in his name. Don't be ashamed of it. God wants to use it. Look what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. He writes this, God said, my gracious favor is all that you need. My power works best in your weaknesses. So now I'm glad to boast, this is Paul saying this, I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may work through me. Are you wondering how God can use you? Look over your shoulder. Take a second and look behind you. Look at the baggage that you've left behind in your life. The things that you've held on to, the things that have hurt you the most. God wants to use those. And he doesn't just want to allow you to forgive yourself. He wants to use the things that have tripped you up to help others because you've been forgiven and set free. And there are people here right now watching this, you are probably on the other end of this uh, device and you're watching me who are struggling with these very things. I guarantee it. God wants to turn your past hurts into your most powerful ministry. And in the end, there's only two roads that you can travel when it comes to forgiveness like this. It's the road of carrying that baggage around with you wherever you go. That forgiveness is like a weight that you are not able to forgive yourself. That unforgiveness of yourself or even not going to God to ask for forgiveness. It's like a weight that you carry. You live unforgiven. Not because God won't forgive you. But because we are unable and unwilling to forgive ourselves. Maybe you're here today and you can see possibly uh, that you need to forgive yourself. You don't see how God could possibly forgive you. The other way that we are uh, gonna go with this is that we're gonna live forgiven. We're gonna live in the forgiveness of God. With God's help, change some patterns in your life, the destructive patterns, and open up yourself to an unlimited future using God's gifts and his ministry and his glory. I'm going to challenge you today. I'm going to challenge you to take a moment to to seek your heart. Whatever shame and guilt and regret that you feel in your life, there lies unforgiveness. Whether it's forgiveness that you need to go to God for and receive forgiveness for, or it's because you have yet to forgive yourself. Forgiving yourself is saying, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. Forgiving yourself is saying, God, use me. Use my weaknesses. I want you to remember this verse. I want you to remember it and memorize it. Put it in your heart. Tuck it away. Say it to yourself all the time. It comes from Romans chapter 8, verse 1. One of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. So stop condemning yourself. Stop beating yourself over your head because when you do that, you are living an unforgiven life. Stop condemning yourself. Stop living in bondage. Let me pray for you. God, you know all of our hearts. You know all about our lives. You, you know everything about us and every step that we have taken. You know how all of us make mistakes. You know about our emotional baggage, God. You watch us carrying it around. And and, and for some reason, we just love hanging on to it. All our disappointments, all the fears, all our regrets, and all of those things. Everyone watching this, hearing my voice, feels this. God, we ask that you would forgive us of those specific sins in our life that are weighing us down. Forgive us instantly, completely, freely. God, would you help us break free of the destructive patterns to help us experience the future hope, the potential that you have for us. Help us to forgive ourselves. Help us to lay down the baggage that we've been carrying so long. And if you're watching this today and you need forgiveness, you need to accept God's forgiveness or you need to forgive yourself, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Lord, thank you for forgiving me. I realize that I have been carrying around the baggage of past sin that you have already forgiven. I want to trust you with my past as well as my future. Today, I forgive myself. In Jesus' name, amen.